genre. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're about to go off on Minute 91, which begins with James Reaper asking if the man in the car is Danny and ends with Nicholas Angel cocking a handgun. And we have a guest, Hunter Kennedy. Welcome. Hello. What's happening? <laughs> uh, so this is, this is literally the kickoff to... Uh, to uh, basically 30 minutes of mayhem. <laughs> it was good. Uh, uh, I, when you said that I was coming in for the action, I didn't realize I was coming in like right at the beginning of it. Yeah. That standoff is such a great way to start this this th- third act of just like carnage. Yeah. And the fact that it starts like literally on minute 91. Like yeah. you, are, you are an hour and a half into the movie and then boom, we're going to kick into the third act. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, this, this basically, I mean, we, we start with, uh, this, the car revving up behind James Reaper and, uh, he, I guess it's, I guess this is, this is Danny's car, right? This is the one that he was driving. Oh, that's why he's like, Danny. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't understand a world where you confuse those two men for each other, I guess, unless. (laughs) But that's totally true. That, that, that's absolutely Danny's car. Right. Right. That's Danny's car. That's the one that he was in the trunk of. Yeah. Right. He runs everywhere. That's true. He took yeah. the train into into town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, trains and a taxi. Uh, it's a it's another Christine shot like we were talking about last week. Like using Nicholas, like for like just this one thirty seconds of chunk of the movie, Nicholas almost becomes like Michael Myers. Yeah, or the guy from uh, Duel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is uh, this is pretty great because like this sort of stare down. And, you know, James Reaper is like, oh, I got to go. I got to go call this in. <laughs> and he runs to his car. Uh, and it, this this smash is he obviously I mean, he definitely took frames out of that smash. Right. Like it yeah. looks like it looks like it's hitting with such force. And there's no way he could have sped up. That no, far. it looks like he was going 100 miles an hour for an hour of driving to hit that car that that hard. Yeah. Because it it demolishes that SUV. Right. Right, and pulls that cord away, which yes. you, you would think it would smack, it would like pull it out of his hand before it would break, snap right. in half. But uh, it's kind of a, a declaration on the movie's part of like a, a sea change. Yes, like this is what the movie is now. Right, you're gonna have to get used to this. Right, welcome. And if this isn't enough, uh, we're we're gonna get an old lady kicked in the face. Get like karate kick. The, the the movie does a good job of setting the tone of the fact that he uh, the amount of elderly people that are about to, to <laughs> just get wrecked in this yeah. third act. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so yeah, so he uh, he smashes this car uh, and then uh, pulls pulls up and just just decks him in the face. Mm-hmm. I mean, just decks him in the face. Now, now this is this whole sequence right here. This was all a reshoot. 
Um, this was after the fact because originally it was him going directly into the police department. And so there was no opener and it was like a harsher start to this whole thing. Mm, and I think in, in, in the edit, I think Edgar and Simon realized that they needed a sort of introduction to this character this new version of the, the this angel point oh yeah this angel angel 2.0 yeah. uh they needed an introduction to this guy and so they wrote this bit uh where he kicks the old lady in the face and and this whole thing with the car um all of this was was additional photography if i'm not mistaken it's great it's it's got that kind of like spaghetti western kind of clint eastwood vibe that i like to it of him kind of showing up and you know, like the the fear in that guy's eyes right before the car comes after him. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's also like, uh, it, you know, it's funny you say Western because it does have that vibe of just like the old lady with the shotgun. Like that's very much feels like a Western thing. Yes. Um, whereas, you know, any other time period, I feel like the old lady character would let someone else shoot the gun. But in the Old West, like, you know, the old lady's going to fuck shit up. Yeah. Pa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this old lady, I, you know, and this is obviously, this is also the payoff to, uh, everybody and their moms have, uh, have guns are packing around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally. Uh, And this is like, like who farmers, who else? Farmers, moms. Boom. (laughs) And boom. Here you go. Well, and that, that down the barrel shot of her, it just, the, the, the way that this movie makes again, just old people holding guns look so cool. Yeah. It's astounding. Yeah. Absolutely. I like her apron. Mm-hmm. It is a nice apron. Um, yeah, she just doesn't. She can't load this shotgun fast enough. To, no one could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's really he's like T-1000 running. Yeah, he's about out of hell. Yeah, for and sure. And the, the height that he gets on this kick is I mean, such a jump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw him leaping those fences earlier, though. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of jumping in this movie. There is. Yeah, for sure. And jumping while firing in the air, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I just I love this, and he really fucked up this old lady. Um, yeah, like she's got a broken nose. It's uh, that's not going to heal easily. The elderly, they it takes a long time for bones yeah, and things yeah, to she's heal. Going to die before that heals all the way. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> almost definitely. Almost definitely. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 brutal. It doesn't uh, it doesn't. And again, I guess it's kind of a. I, I I can see the logic. It it, it really uh, it seeks into what's about to happen. Yeah. Where there, I mean, there already has been so much blood in this movie. Yeah. But like, yeah, like a different kind of violence. Well, yeah. and that's kind of what I think sets this movie apart too. Is that like the gore in this movie? It hurts when it happens. I yeah. mean, I I remember the first time watching it and like the spire going through the bottom of his jaw. I remember. I mean, that's like you feel that like. Some of like the 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 gore and the violence later on is is it's palpable. Like, it's like a switch from horror violence. It's been horror violence, and now we're going into action movie violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah. So he literally just like ties them up together. Uh, I'm wondering how how long they're tied up for. He just left them in that field. Well, I'm assuming. Yeah, and it's also really valuable because we know what the rules are. Right. He's not going. He's not going in popping people in the head. Right. Indiscriminately. He's still a cop. 
Right. It, but I'm just curious how long he leaves them there before he comes back to arrest them. Yeah, because he doesn't take them to the station. It doesn't, no, because that, that would give away his plan. Right. Right? Yeah, four or five hours. Yeah, he just wants to sneak in they there. They do not seem like they're in the condition to go do anything. Like, this was the end of their day. Yeah, yeah. maybe they die. Yeah, maybe she, she choked on her nose blood and died. Yeah. I think this was the beginning of their day, actually. It's the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's the morning. It's the which makes this action scene actually gives this action scene like another layer. Like this is all before noon. Yeah, it's very <laughs> rare that you see like a third act. Like I'm gonna go take down the town happen like at sunrise so early. Yeah, yeah. it's very early. It makes sense though. Yeah, for sure. But mm-hmm. the only other act, big memorable action scene that I can think of that takes place before noon is the church scene in Kingsman. Like the first yes. Kingsman? Yeah. That's like the only one that I can think of other than like most of them are at night or like later in the day. What, 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 are, you, what are you thinking of? I'm just, I'm just thinking of, of movies I've seen recently that maybe do have morning action scenes um, and that was making me laugh. But I, I, oh. I, 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 I can't. Yeah, you're right. Like, But it makes sense because like the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. You, would, you would think they would want to start really early. You ever <laughs> sure. have something going on like a marathon or even like a job interview? Yeah. Like, you want to start early yeah that's yeah. true you want to get up and go you don't want to wait around yeah so you wonder why yeah. more of like those fucking like transformers or whatever <laughs> bad boys or whatever didn't do their thing yeah well, always, you always see them the night before and they're like it, getting ready for the next day but then the next day it's like 5 p.m yeah, and they, it's yeah, like what did they do man, all day like we, we got a lot of sleep until magic hour the next day <laughs> well yeah i mean that's 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 the real truth is that michael bay just wants to shoot all those scenes 100 the magic hour well and you can also attribute that to 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 nicholas angel and that like he would he would hand this would be the first thing he would do that he dilly- exactly yeah, yeah he wouldn't dilly dally yeah. exactly um you know he wants to get a jump start on the day or yeah. a jump kick on the day mm-hmm. uh, you're michael bay hero it's always like i gotta play with my girlfriend on yeah. the, in, the, in, a, in a field i gotta go buy another pool i gotta buy another pool <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i gotta do that during the day because the store closes at five um mm. and then we can then we can go to mexico and uh take care of that drug cartel yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where they went in Bad Boys too, right? Cuba. Yes. Cuba. That's right there in Florida. That's technically like the fourth act of that movie, though. Because mm-hmm. the third act, I would say, is when they have Michael Shannon in the trunk of the car. Oh, the freeway chase? Yeah. With the, with the, the cadavers? Yeah. Oh, that movie has like eight acts, though, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Like Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so then there's this bit where, um, Not exactly. where Reaper says, yeah, where Reaper says, what are you going to uh, arrest the whole village? And he says, not exactly, because I guess he's saying, I'm just going to kick their ass. Like, is that? I, the first time I saw this movie, and again, I was probably like a 13 year old boy, but I just assumed that meant like, I'm going to go murder the village. Yeah. That's what, that's what everyone. it almost infers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But then it's funny because he left them alive. He just tied them up. Yes. And he, just left them there. He should have said, I'm going to do exactly to the village what I just did to you, which is just like punch and kick a bunch of <laughs> people in the face. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he he disarms them without prejudice. Right. Yes. Right. Or with extreme prejudice, I should say. Yes, yes. Exactly. Which um, is kind of the opposite of what those bad boys would do because it seems like the bad boys were kind of just shooting. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, American action films, in most action films, it's murder or nothing. Yes. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of like the weird dissonance that is required with action movies is like you, you kind of numb yourself to like 
bodies and bodies. There was this great scene in Maniac where it's like making fun of that, where she just murders person after person after person, and it's just like so cool and fun. But yeah. It's like, what the fuck? There's like 30 dead bodies on the ground. Yeah. yeah. That like, yeah, like Nicholas Angel isn't going to do that. It's, I guess. I think the movie would be worse for it if he did. I think that it's, it's the perfect way to get, because you do, you get like, you get what Nick Frost character wanted from it which is just like non-stop like they're still shooting mm-hmm. and fighting and car chases but you get the practicality and i don't think that you would still feel as fulfilled by the end of this if he did just go and just kill everyone well, in the town well yeah because it's like i mean you know you want your character the, the whole point of, of of story arcs is that you want your character to start one way change over the course of the the movie and then in the third act be a combination of who he was when he started and who he's become. Right. Right. And so the the idea of him being like full blown action movie star. John McClane. Yeah. Like yeah, John, yeah. John McClane, bad boys, whatever, is is correct. But at the end of the day, you still want him to be Nicholas Angel. He's a policeman. Yes. He's a policeman. So it, you want him to figure out a way to be the action movie star while also going by the book. It's not a police force, it's a police service. Right. Like that's who he is. Yeah. Does any does anybody die in this movie no. okay no, no i didn't think so well i mean no one like no one gets like action movie killed oh oh someone does die oh yeah in yeah this yeah movie? yeah yeah a few people the few yeah, people right true. right right those people earlier oh yeah there is one more remember when you said there's no more deaths in this movie there is one more death oh really yes, yes. because one of them gets blown up Oh, that's right. Yeah. Weird. A, a very unfortunate death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost an accident. You can yeah. almost just label <laughs> okay, that as an accident. Yeah, yeah. So, so that wasn't Nicholas's fault. No, yeah. that one's not Nicholas's fault. It's kind of the hubris of the character himself. Right, right, it's, right. It's the Disney movie death. Right, yes. right. That I'll comes show- later. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I'm so evil, I can't even live with the possibility of failure. <laughs> you have to die. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Gaston falling off the yes. cliff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. So then we uh, we see him uh, head into town, and he's gonna go. He's gonna go uh, back to work. Uh, and uh, I love. Oh, I love the glance. Yeah, of, Bill Bailey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just like the very subtle look up, and then right back to the book. Yeah. Every time I see him reading that book, I think about how thematically relevant that book that he's reading. Yeah. Is that one time that we looked it up. Oh yeah. Right. What is he reading? It's a book about a, a, a detective that comes to a town and. That he's new to because of like a mistake he made in his career and is like after a killer. Oh, okay, uh-huh. very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other the thing that I like about the, this sequence of him going back to work, especially with the Bill Bailey thing, it really hammers home that these guys are totally innocent. Like they're not doing their job properly, yeah, right? Yeah, think- it's definitely, but they're they're ignorant of what's going on. Like, there are right? things that nothing about their life right. has changed over the course of last. Night. No, exactly, yeah. and that's why that's why they're not reacting to him coming to work because of course he is. He works there. Yeah, right? yeah. They're not like, what are you? you no, know, you're you're out. Like we're out to kill you. It's like they're right. still idiots. Obviously, obviously, uh, Danny's father hasn't had the announcement that. Nicholas Angel died in the shower last night. Yeah, like, yeah he hasn't true. made that yeah. announcement to the to the team yet. Well, and again, it kind of feels like you know the the more practical take on like because I feel like that Western action movie trope would have been like all the cops are dirty and like now we got to like take down the cops and I really like that instead of that we incorporate them into the third act and they all work together and you, I feel like know, that and yeah and it's a little taken outside of itself it's a little peculiar. 
that the movie makes the choice of having the police service, having the, them be good guys as well. Yeah. Because you could almost see a version of the script where it is Danny and Angel having to like mow their way through them as well. Yeah. Yeah. It it's cool. It it kind of it kind of shows it, it speaks to I think Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg's kindness. Yeah. As mm-hmm. writers, we're like, well, it's more fun if the cops if you know all these like the Andes and. Olivia Coleman become good guys. Yeah, and you too. get so yeah. many cool character beats from them too in that way. And I think also like, you know, uh like the Andes are kind of presented, I think, as being a bit dickish, but they're never you never have hints of like, oh, you're a mean person, the way that I feel like you get with some of these other town members. Yes. They're like losers, but they're not nefarious the way that you get from uh Timothy Dalton. Yeah. yeah. They're more like lovable dumbasses. Yeah, yeah, like the like, like the mustache bit. Like I yeah. feel like anytime I think about the Andes, I think about like that mustache bit. They they all remind me of like Ashton Kutcher characters. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just like I just like oh you you stupid idiot you dumb mm-hmm. innocent ignorant moron. Someday like, a best friend playing basketball with you is going to tell you what your problem is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about British Ashton Kutcher is very interesting. <laughs> they could have done another thing. Like a, a paradox. Of, uh, he should have been in, in Cuckoo. Yeah. Yeah. He could have been one of the Cuckoos. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, interesting thing. I don't know if we've pointed this out before. Did we? Have we pointed out that the code to get into the weapons locker is 999, which yeah. is 911 in England? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's, I just think that they're just like, yeah, our code will be 999. Because it's who gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, no one at this police station gives a shit about anything. No. Uh, I really love Doris holding court over the locker room. Yeah. For like a second. Telling some story. Some, some crazy yeah. story. Some hookup story, most yeah. likely. Like, oh, Doris is fucking tight. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. So, he, uh, uh, Nicholas uh, ends up in the in the weapons locker, and he is, he grabbed two shotguns. He uh, grabbed a couple, couple handguns. I mean, he is... I think he grabbed about four, it looks like. Four handguns. He, he, th- this movie was one of the first times I saw like the two shotguns on the back. Yeah. It looks like he's got like Doc Ock arms almost. Like, yeah. Just, like coming off of him. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, and I love this. I, I just, I love too that we haven't really gotten our hero shot of this guy yet. Because yeah. even, even in the, 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 um, the Reaper uh, granny kick sequence. Very cut. It's very quick cuts with mm-hmm. him, right? Or or like tight close-ups or or just... Uh, There's you no know, been reveal shot. Yeah, the camera's been moving around a lot. So you're getting glimpses of him, but you're not like getting like a full-blown like hero shot of this guy yet. Right. He hasn't uh, evolved into his final form <laughs> quite yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're about to get that, uh, I think, in tomorrow's minute. And uh, I'm very excited to get into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, any other any other uh any other thoughts on uh this this particular minute it kind of was a perfectly framed minute because from beginning to end you get that it, it is a solid minute it is the it is the build-up it is the prelude to this yeah. third act essentially yeah yeah isn't it amazing too that like they didn't shoot that farmer sequence before like that's a reshoot that interests and it, yeah and it is a 40 like 40 second scene and it does everything to like sort of like shift you into the new mode that you're going into and it's 40 seconds you know it's 40 seconds that's i mean like a half a page of a script and and it just it 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 totally gets you on board for exactly what this movie's about to become yeah 
it's amazing how little you need. You you need something, but it's just it's just amazing to me like how little you really need to make that work. And when the story's so tight, yeah. When 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 a story has so little fat on it, to know that you need something extra, it would have to be like yeah, that precise. Yeah, you know, like we literally just need a beat. We yeah. missed this by a beat. Yeah, oh, it's so satisfying, so satisfying. Um, all right, well, uh, guys, we will be back tomorrow uh, with another minute. Um, in the meantime, uh, if you're on Facebook, make sure you've joined the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub. That is our uh, Facebook group. And uh, you get can get the fuck off Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, you can uh, you can request access uh, to be a member in that group and uh, join in the discussion with uh, all the other listeners, uh, talking about whatever we talk about every week. Helping um, us, genuinely yeah. helping us learn. Absolutely, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, it's it's That's it's awesome. always great. I love I love getting the corrections because it's never like. We've talked about this before, but it's never a thing where uh, they're like, you fucking stupid American morons. Like, this is what it's like. Um, obviously, they would have a British accent, not whatever that was. Um, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's always very like very kind friendly and understanding. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah, I mean, there's no way of you knowing this. Yeah, why would you know what our shopping malls are like? Yeah, but this, like, is, this, is, this, is what, this is what a service station is. It's is not, it? We actually do call them petrol stations. A service station is something slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, as we learned uh, last week, service stations are more like, a, like an American uh, rest stop. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a service station. Petrol stations are just like our normal gas stations. Um, and then what did they say they called them in, in Australia? Oh man, Ser- servo, Ser- servos, so- something like that. Yeah, yeah, servo. Yeah, <laughs> going down to the servo. Um, it's my terrible Australian accent. Uh, that's a hard accent. Oi, oh, <laughs> perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll be back tomorrow with minute ninety-two for the greater good. The greater good. <laughs>